Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 614. Arrows grazed me before burying itself in the dirt. There was a stinging, then a burning pain. I pushed the pain away and set my teeth. Five would have to be enough. I drew my knife lightly across the back of my own arm, just enough to draw a little blood. Then mouthed the proper bindings and drew the blade across the bowstrings, hard. The string held for a terrifying moment, then parted. The bow jerked in my hand, jolting my wounded arm before it flew out of my grasp. Cries of pain and dismay came over the ridge, letting me know I'd been at least partly successful. Hopefully, all five strings had been severed, leaving us with only one or two bowmen to deal with. But as soon as the bow flung itself out of my grasp, I felt the cold leech into me. Not just my arms, but all the way through me, stomach, chest, and throat. I had known I couldn't trust the strength of my arm alone to make it through five bowstrings at once so I had used the only fire that is always with an arcanist. The heat of my blood. Binder's chills would have me soon, if I didn't find a way to get warm. I would lapse into shock, then hypothermia, then death. I fell out of the heart of stone and let the pieces of my mind slide back together, reeling a bit in confusion. Chill, wet, and dizzy, I clawed my way back to the top of the ridgeline. The rain felt cold as sleet on my skin. I saw only one bowman. Unfortunately, he had kept his wits about him, and as soon as my face appeared over the top of the ridge, he drew and let fly in a smooth motion. A gust of wind saved me. His arrow struck harsh yellow sparks from the stone outcrop, not two feet from my head. Rain pelted my face, and lightning spidered across the sky. I pushed myself back down out of sight, and stabbed the sentry's body over and over in a delirious rage. Finally, I struck a buckle, and the blade snapped. Panting, I dropped the broken knife. I came back to my senses, with the sound of Martin's forlorn praying in my ears. My limbs felt cold as lead, heavy and awkward. Worse than that, I could feel the numb sluggishness of hypothermia creeping through me. I realized I wasn't shivering, and I knew it was a bad sign. I was soaked wet with no fire nearby to call my own. Lightning etched the sky again. I had an idea. I laughed a terrible laugh. I looked over the top of the ridge and was pleased to see no bowmen, but the leader was barking new orders, and I didn't doubt new bows would be found or strings replaced. Worse, they might simply abandon their shelter and overrun us with sheer numbers. There were easily a dozen men still standing. And that's the page! Oh, I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. I have things. Thing on, Macduff. Okay, wonderful. Okay, so the wind saved him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Not 
chance, says I. Indeed. There's other things, but uh, let's take turns. This actually, this isn't the only time in this sequence that the wind, uh, or like in this in act of the book, I should say, that the wind comes to Kvothe's defense, as our our mailbag today will mention. Uh, the wind is a companion to Kvothe throughout this whole sequence, so I don't think it's uh, it's an accident that the wind saves him. And you know what, Jeremy? What I would, like, I, I also in this situation, like, I think I am inclined to be like, uh... You know, very lucky Deus Ex Machina. Uh, he just like good thing that the wind was there at the time. But like, in addition to the wind being invested with some magic, this is a bit of like coincidence or accident that I don't mind because it's an action sequence and uh, we can't have our character be shot in the face with an arrow. This isn't a Joe Abercrombie book, so uh, I'm I'm not bothered by this at all. Yeah, I mean, I do think that having a having those moments of luck, especially in a battle sequence actually kind of serves to make, make it feel more realistic in a way, just because crazy stuff happens in, in war and in battles all the time because they're so, because they're so chaotic and kind of anything can happen. Like, you know, that scene that gets done a lot in war movies is not based on nothing where like a guy will get shot through his helmet and it'll, it'll like, curve around the inside of his helmet and come out the back again and he'll like take off the helmet and go wow because like sometimes that really did happen you know like sometimes people just get insanely one in a million lucky so like i'm sure that on the medieval battlefields of the past every so often a guy really did get saved at the last minute from certain doom by a gust of wind blowing an arrow out of his way yeah i saw a video uh, of uh, a ukrainian soldier uh who was shot in the smartphone uh, saving his life. He had a, his phone in his breast pocket. Damn. That stuff happens all the time. That's because kids these days don't carry a Bible in their pocket anymore. Um, That's right. They all, they'd be looking at their <laughs> phone. They'd be looking at their phone. Um, <laughs> speaking of looking at their phone. <laughs> uh, speaking of eating hot chip and lying. I think that a critique that one could level against Kvothe is that he's OP uh, because he has so many different useful skills and he's so good at all of them. I think one thing that prevents him from being OP is that sympathy has kind of a built in limiting factor of like, you have to have a good sympathetic link to do sympathy. And at the very least, like the, and you have to have a source of energy as well. And both we all, as we learned as, as Rothfuss took great pains to, to show us in the first book, you're, you're, energy source of last resort is your own body but that only gets you so far and it will kill you if you uh if you misuse it and that's exactly what's happened to Quoth. right Quoth has just pulled off some really stunning feats of sympathy but they have not come cheap you know he he is basically he's going to die yeah well he, he used all his daily powers uh, and all his encounter powers he's uh he's running on cantrips yeah He's used up all his PP. Yeah, all his side points are gone. Is there a mechanic in? Yeah, is there a mechanic where if you run out of side points, you take hit points, or did? Am I imagining that? Not in three point five. I think you. I think you might be able to, possibly with the aid of a feat or something, you might be able to burn HP. Yeah, that sounds to, like to a feat. power your side if you run out of yeah. side points. But Jordana, where where can we find the rule for uh, turning PP into HP? <laughs> what i don't know well you 
Why are you asking me these questions? Because you said you had things. Oh, I mean, I have things for the page. I don't, I don't know the answer to that thing. Um, okay, on the page, Quoth stabbing the body because he's crazy. What's happening and why? He's trying to get any like he's trying to take out anyone else like with with the remains of his energy, with the remains of the link. I think he's just like frantically trying to. Because he, he knows he's spent, right? Like, he's got no more energy to maintain any more links. He's got no more energy to, like, do any more sympathy. So I think he's like, okay, maybe if I still can, like, eke one more link out, I can at least take out one more guy. He's he's desperate now. Yeah, I think he's, he's panicking a bit. I think he's also freaked out because he knows he just almost got shot in the face. So he's like, ah, you bastard, shoot me, will ya? Yeah, actually, that's a good. You mentioned, sorry, Jeremy, but just like, did you mentioned his like need for revenge? This could actually be a bit of a like a freak out, like Jordana was saying, like a bit of an anger moment. Well, I mean, it says that he's doing it in a delirious rage. So yeah, so maybe it is like rage and shame, yeah. like, oh, you almost killed me. I'll kill you right back. Um, you yeah, already is, dead guy that I've just relatable. been brutalizing. <laughs> He's trying to he's try, stabbing the guy trying to stab the guy who shot him. He's not oh, okay. he's not mad at the corpse. He's trying to he's stabbing the corpse trying to use him as a sympathetic link to Got stab it. the guy who tried to shoot him, but he's out of juice. Also, as he exits his delirious rage, he then hears the sound of Martin's forlorn praying and I'm just kind of wondering like in this scene how close Martin is to him and if Martin has noticed that he started to stab the body again oh yeah I think they're basically right next to each other they're like kind of hiding over the edge of a of a little hill essentially yeah yeah but I think Martin's disassociating a bit I think Martin's in a bit of a, uh, a reverie yeah well and like Foth has been in Heart of Stone right he hasn't really been hearing or anything that's been going on around him because he's like in the zone. Yes. Well, his zone is kind of scary. Anyway, that is, uh, I think that's, I think that's it for my notes. I feel like there were more, but now I forget what they are. Well, if you're all out of notes, well, we have a, a brief letter here from, uh, Manuel who, uh, styles himself the Baron of Brevity. On page 597, Manuel writes, Hi, Nick mentions Quoth's sleeping mind waking because he was so angry, but nobody mentioned the wind coming up and gusting in the branches above just as Dayton rose to confront him. Not accidental, says I, signed the Baron of Brevity, a.k.a. Manuel. So the wind has been Quoth's companion throughout this sequence. I agree. Yeah. Supporting him, shall we say, or perhaps responding to his actions. You mean it controls your actions? Partially, but it also obeys your commands. Remember, a neymar can feel the wind flowing through him. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. I don't think we ever get a clear look at the corpse, right? I always kind of imagined a sequence after this where, like, Quoth has to consider in, like, broad daylight what he did to this this corpse. Uh, but I don't think there's that moment. No, I think he's going to compartmentalize that. And then we'll compartmentalize this episode and return for another compartment on tomorrow's page of the wind. wind.